So we're in Greece at the moment. We're on a secret assignment and we're talking about the responses that we've had from people about Jamie Ramsey's podcast. So Jamie is an adventure. He's an adventurer, isn't he? Uh, who yeah. quit his job in the city because he felt and knew there was more to life and he went he went on a massive run. He's a total badass. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I think we said in the podcast we met kind of over a run mm-hmm. that someone else, that Canoe, had facilitated and he started telling me his story and I was like, whoa, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, not only for the, what he did um, with regards to quitting his job, but also <laughs> he, his test for going on a ginormous 18-month run or 366 running days was, can I run for 10Ks a day for 30 days? Yes, I can. Now I'm going to run pretty much a marathon a mm. day for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of got nothing, everything and nothing to do with it as well. It's more about him going to, for me, it's him feeling he knew that what he was doing and yeah. the life he was living yeah. wasn't the life that he connected with or felt was the way he wanted to be in the way that we should be. Yeah, I mean, they're just metrics. It's just an outcome. It's just what happened. Yeah. There was no purpose of that's what I'm going to do every day. It's just what happened. And it's astonishing that it happened because that's where he put himself. Yeah. I, I, in yeah the, in, you mean in the career, put himself in the career? No, sorry, with the run, he put himself in that position where those things could happen because he went out and did this adventure. It wasn't his goal to run, you know, for four, a marathon a day for 40 days. Yeah. It just happened because he was out there doing the running. In, in, tr- in true adventurist kind of style, you know, you kind of put yourself in a position where you go out on these adventures and then these things happen which people talk about, but it's not the purpose of the run at all. It's just, it's just something that, that happened. Yeah, so the part that, the part that resonates with me is, is the running is completely irrelevant. Yeah. It's a, him in that space where he felt that in his, what he was doing, his yeah. previous life... Yeah. Which feels, I mean, that's been the comments that we've had through Instagram about that podcast, that it was incredibly inspiring because it connects with a lot of people feeling like they could do more than what they're doing. Yeah. And, and less about it being, I've got to go on a run or adventure, more that what they're doing and the life that they're living is not fulfilling them as, as people and as humans. And he took the step that the majority feel is the biggest step. He handed his notice in, mm. which comes with it loads of other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to mm-hmm. afford the lifestyle that I want to I think it's live a, or I've been told to live? What do you think it is? I think it's, there's a, a, it's the cliche breaking point, And I can only relate that to my own experience. When I when I quit my job, my you know my when I worked for the record label, it was out of sheer exhaustion. Yeah. Where I spent two or three years trying to work out how to leave, couldn't work out how to leave, and then I was doing all these other things external, you know, to my job. You know, I'd get up at six in the morning and work for a couple of hours, and I get home and work for a couple of hours. And I just got to the point where I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And actually, Tim, it, it was a, a Tim Ferriss exercise that he does every six months, where he talks about writing down the worst case scenario because quite often what happens is 
your mind spirals out of control and you stop, you know, when you're debating something or, you know, a big decision that you generally tend to think has got a negative connotation to it. You don't actually go all the way through with the thought process. It becomes so overwhelming that you stop halfway through and uh, you just... Like the first obstacle. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, it's just going to be, it's just going to suck. Yeah, how so, am I going to pay my bills? Yeah, exactly. So you, so you just don't bother going down the, the route of thinking through it properly. And so he has an exercise, I think he does every six months or a year, where it's, you write down the worst case scenario and then you write all the sub points for it and you start writing off, writing out all the, the things that could go wrong and then you start working against it. And I realized, for me, I was 32 at the time, I realized that my worst case scenario was that I'd end up back at my parents with no money. And I said, oh, it's actually not so bad. Like I'll have somewhere to sleep, I'll have something to eat. I can, you know, I can go get a bar job. I can kind of start again. Like once I'd actually worked out my worst case scenario. Yeah. And that worked in tam- tandem with me realizing what it was that I actually really wanted. And what I wanted was time because I was exhausted doing, you know, doing personal work for two hours before work, you know, before my, my paid job and then two hours work afterwards. I was, I was exhausted. I was like, what do I want? I just want time to be able to do the things that I want to do. So okay, I need to quit my job. Okay, what's the worst case scenario of me quitting my job? Right, well, the scenario is out. I have to go and live with my parents. It's not so bad. Yeah, at that time, did you know what it was that you wanted to spend your I time doing? I had no doing? idea. No idea. I just knew that I didn't want to do what I was doing and I just needed time to be able to explore. Time, time to be able to adventure, really. Yeah. Put in, in, uh, put in another way. And really quickly, that kind of, literally within like, two months that kind of yielded like photography for me yeah it's, it's um i was listening to eddie stern in a i think it was in a podcast and he was talking about um self-talk and positive talk and he said it's kind of a waste of time mm. because you can get yourself did you hear this as no, well you told me you can get yourself into a state where you're like positive talk and that can get you through things but it doesn't get you to where you want to be yeah and it sounded very similar to the Tim Ferriss exercise, which is actually when you start positive thinking, your brain thinks you've done the thing that you want to do. Yeah. Even though you haven't almost haven't even started it. Yeah. And and it really resonated with me because I can be so like that. Then I just stop doing the great idea that I've had because I'm like, well, I've done it in my head. I've done it. <laughs> um, and he said that the way to do that is then you your brain then needs the challenges to overcome because then you can use the positive mm-hmm. thinking to overcome the challenge. Yeah. Like what happens, what's the worst case scenario? What happens if no one comes to this event that I'm organizing? What happens if, and then you become resourceful yeah. and start a- asking questions and then yeah. navigating, navigating through and you're yeah. like, oh, that's not that bad because yeah. I've got these solutions to do it. And then yeah. it spurs you on to, it, to he, it. Jamie talked about framing failure, didn't he? Yes where he didn't look at failure in the same... I can't remember exactly how he looked at frame, uh, failure, but he, he gave himself success markers. And one of them was getting through the first day of running, get, you know, or, or something along the lines of getting through the first day of running, getting through the first week of running, getting through the first mm. month of running. And when he hit those markers, it was a big success to celebrate. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, um, being down on stuff. And, and he also talked about that he realized that when things were getting really tough and things were slightly going wrong, then he was hitting his his limits and he was being able to push push beyond those boundaries there's a quote from Yvonne Schwinnard said that adventure only happens when things start to go wrong right right I mean and that's the part where people freak out about so like adventure <laughs> isn't going outside yeah it's 
oh shit, I'm outside and the thunder's coming and I haven't got a jacket. And then you start doing things that you wouldn't normally do and becoming resourceful and then getting back to base going, that was, that was the best time I've ever had. There are always the stories that you talk about, right? Post. What I wonder though, if the big thing is um, doing it solo or doing it with a duo, like when we adventure, you know, he also talked about the futility of long-term planning you know, when we go on our adventures, we have a rough guide, but it kind of just changes every day. But it's much easier to do when there's a second person. You don't feel the pressure as much on your shoulders when there's a second person. Well, I, for one, much prefer... I'm, I'm an individualist, but I love doing something with someone else. Like, yeah. it, it kind of interests me not one bit to go out and... I've got, I feel like I've got nothing to prove. Like, I must go out and do this on my own. Um, because there's more to share with the, you know, there's, there's more sharing. There, are, there are more stories and things happen. And I think, well, concurrent with Jamie, not having a long-term plan, but we knew we've always known what we wanted. I think what feeling and what spirit we've wanted, what we're doing to be. Yeah. And and, and very when we very first started, mm. it was like the magazine won't be forever. And, and that yeah. was like, well, what are you going to be? Yeah. What are you going to do? And it's like, well, it, the, the next thing will come. We don't know what that next thing is. And yeah. that's gone for us. Magazine, podcast, I think that's, event. I think that's the important thing. It's the feeling. It does, is the feeling. Does the feeling remain true with which you set out the original adventure? And <clears throat> by that, what I mean is, if, you are, if you've set this big lofty goal or that you want to achieve... But along the way, the feeling's completely changing yeah. into a negative feeling. Then to blindly continue on the journey, despite the fact it feels horrific, yeah. is pretty is is not the way to do. Mm. If you if you can find it within yourself to pivot, whether it's forty five degrees, ninety degrees, one eighty, maybe, yeah. because that makes the feeling, you know, remain true to the original feeling. Yes. Then there is there is the guide. Yeah. There, there, um, I obviously like pedantic words and, and hearing mm. that idea of failure turning back feels like a failure mm-hmm. going 180 degrees and going forward yeah you're still going forward yeah even though you've gone yeah yeah to the place where you came from yeah you've seen and, and I like this I, this concept because you've seen more than you would have done you can yeah. you can you can go 180 degrees and go forward and return to yeah, the yeah. place you started with all that knowledge. Yeah. And therefore, you're not the same person that you were when you set out yeah. because you've done that journey. And secondly, um, Jamie said, can I, or this is how I've interpreted it, can I run 10 kilometers a day every day mm-hmm. as opposed to I must run 10 kilometers a day every day? Mm-hmm. Because with I can I, it's almost like a, a sense of inquiry. Yeah. And it's like, oh, could I, could I do that again tomorrow rather than you've got to do it? Yeah. There's no one, there's just a, a playfulness within yeah. that, like an adventurous spirit going, yeah. kind of, what's going to happen if I run 10 kilometers a day every day? There's, there's yeah. real playfulness. And we hear that in uh, conversations we've heard. We haven't met Laird Hamilton. There's this inquisitiveness. And yeah, I think that's in play. all of us. And when and it was an Instagram post we wrote the other week. 
about that curiosity when that curiosity strikes and it can come at any point and I f- feel that's with the things that we're hearing about emotion being stored in the body and these things kind of rise up and it's like can I can I run to like 10 kilometers a day every day I, I don't really run but could I do it mm. it's like that is the signal to fuck it and go and do it just yeah. like just go and see because what's the worst that can happen you go yeah. actually I can run 10 kilometers a day for three days and then I need a day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, can I, can I run 10 kilometers a day for four days? Yeah. Also, the days off, like, they're amazing days. That's where everything integrates. And that's where you see what's happened over the past four days. Yeah. Cause you've had a chance to stop. Whenever I've been traveling, the days where you're just bumming around in whatever yeah. place you're at, in a cafe. It's <laughs> never, bum- never bumming around. Yeah, but... <clears throat> I think there's definitely resting. something that happens when people are like in a state of movement like for us whenever we go away it seems to generate emails into our inbox that we that maybe they would have happened before but it just so happens that the the great things seem to happen when we go away yeah it's almost like you have to put something out there to Mm. receive something back in absolutely um and and i feel that's that doesn't happen with a lot of careers yeah, because it's just this kind of treadmill, this force, and it doesn't all the cliches. It doesn't make your heart sing. You're not really curious about. Can I wake up at five in the morning every morning? It's no. You have to wake up at five in the morning yeah, every yeah, morning yeah. because if you don't, your boss is probably going to be really yeah. pissed off with you. Cause, do you know what? Because they don't want to be getting up at five o'clock every morning. Yeah, and then it's just this. Yeah, sense of yeah the, misery. The the willingness with which you want to do things whilst away. I mean, we always joke when we go away and we do these two or three week road trips. I'm like, got to remember next time to put a, to put a day off in. <laughs> got to remember to put a day off in because quite often we're up at the crack of dawn, off on another day adventure or off to travel to some new place, <clears throat> getting, to, getting back, you know, having a, a, a day full of meeting great people or doing things and then getting back really late and then, okay, let's do it again the next day because it just feels so amazing to do it all the time. You're energised in a way which it's hard to find, you know, when you're not out on adventures. Yeah. Because every, every day is a new day. Every day is an exploration of yeah. some new, you know. Um... Well, I guess that's what we train for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for when we go away, it's almost how many people can we meet, yeah. etc. Um, and it both came for us going, we didn't know where we were going to get to. Yeah, yeah. And we both came together going, this is what we'd really love to do let's go and do it and yeah. i think that's the jamie podcast in a nutshell it's like yeah. i had this feeling that there was i could give more to the world or myself and the people around me than currently what i'm giving at the moment yeah i'm gonna go and do it yeah and it shocks the hell out of people mm-hmm. around you because i think they want to do it yeah <laughs> and they're needing permission and and i feel really strongly about this that everyone needs more permission to go and do what they really want to do. And yeah. that has a spiraling upward effect where people yeah. go, well, I'm, I want to go and do what, you know, this is what I've always wanted to do. It's like, well, go and do it. Yeah. It's never as bad, you know, yeah. when you've leapt, you've leapt. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've made the jump and, and you're off. And that seemed to be the responses that we were getting from Jamie's podcast about this. They're, 
and that's why that Instagram post came out. It's like, if you have that feeling, yeah. that is the signal to just get out. You know, as uh, Jules from Fairmeans said, it's like, you've got to, how does he say? It's something about, you've got to get out and dance. Like, <laughs> you, you know, that's the time to get on the dance floor. When, well, you know, when you feel the beat go, yeah. don't resist it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So... Cool. It was a great podcast. It was great. It was really, really cool mm. to hang out with him. And uh, I would like to say, looking forward to hanging out with him again, but he's just always away on adventures, which is wicked. So, yeah. and, it, and it's not about that he's the quickest runner in the world. There are, no, there no. are runners that are way faster than him. I think what he's bringing and what everyone else can bring is that inspiration for other people to go and do what they want to do. And I think that's yeah. what we're unlocking. Yeah. This permission to go and be, Yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to say be a complete human, which is fulfilled, passionate, purposeful, all of that, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, That's handy. It was great. Yeah. Cool. All right. Peace. <laughs>